Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Obviously, it's a new team, new season. Still trying to find my way. But, again, I've been in this role before where you're not really the star player. You're not going to get the ball a lot. So you find a way to impact the game in different ways. So I feel like a lot of it goes to Villanova and, and even Coach Quinn. Coach Quinn's done a great job just giving me confidence to go out there and bring energy and allow me to be me. Eric Paschal talking about finding his role with the Jazz. They're back at it tonight in Houston against the Rockets. 3-0, and trying to get to 4-0. and and the Rockets, PK, in the midst of a massive rebuilding project. Yeah, I can relate to Eric, you know. I've never been the star. I'm just trying to find my role. Do what I can. Help. Role player. I can relate. Pasco's in that role. As far as the Rockets. They are rebuilding. They are reloading. They got some young players, though, that I can enjoy watching. They got uh, Christopher they picked up in the draft. Josh Green, I think he was uh, the G League dude where he's getting paid and then going to the league. They got uh, Porter. They got Robert Ory. You know, they got some guys. Got some holdovers, you know. Eric Gordon is still there. Kenny Smith? Nope. (laughs) I'm actually surprised Eric Gordon is still there. He's got value. You think they would move him, do one of those Oklahoma City deals, move him, get a young player and or draft picks? Yeah, it's probably coming. I mean, they did that with P.J. Tucker last season. Uh, Christian Wood's giving him 20-plus points a he's game. He's a nice big man, yeah. yeah. All right, game starts at 6 o'clock. And Pre-game then, starts at 5 right here in the zone. Is Hornacek still on the staff? Because usually, you know, when he's coaching, he rubs his face to let him let me know he's thinking of me. Used to do that for his kids at the free throw line. And well, they're older now. So now it's one for works you. for Fox. What's her name? Abby. She's running around doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, he, he he taps his face and thinks of me and gives me a, a little wink. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Towns off to Ant. Down the lane in the two handed rim rocking dunk. Big swing there as the Bucks turn it over on a four-on-two, and Ant runs it right back down their throats at the other end. Dancing on the dribble, steps back, pump fakes, leans in, watches for three. It's off the backboard and get at the buzzer. Oh my goodness! Shea Gildas Alexander, Chaching a Thunder Money Ball. The bank is open for him on this glorious Wednesday night. Box with the inbounds to Barnes. He turns. He fires for the win. He's got the bucket at the buzzer. Harrison Barnes has just nailed a buzzer-beating three. The Kings win it 110-107. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, the Bucks, and the Nets all go down to defeat. Pick your favorite big dog that took a hit last night, PK, because a lot of them got beat including both NBA finalists from a year ago. Oh, I think it's always fun when the Lakers lose. And 26 were, points up yeah. in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think that tied the largest comeback in the franchise history they were talk, talking about. I was watching the end of that game, and the Thunder just tried to trip over themselves multiple times. We let an offensive rebound, then then they had an inbounds pass they threw away, then they couldn't get the ball over the half court. 
in time, all the time, they're up three. <laughs> and so they got three shots at it. To make it a two-possession yeah. game and take the and, heat off. And, and Well, no, to, to tie it. Or, or to, oh, to Thunder to make it a two-possession game. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I got you. That's my bad. And uh, Monk had an, air, had an air ball. Carmelo had an air ball. Oh, Carmelo's. Yeah. He said he didn't catch it clean. That didn't come anywhere close. Yeah, that was wide right that, and short. And short and wide yeah. and everything else, yeah. And then the end of the game, they throw a pass, and it's a desperate situation. And the kid, what's his name, uh, Basley, intercepts it. And, and he could have just dribbled, dribbled out, out the clock. He goes in for the dunk, and I'm thinking, uh-oh. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> and you couldn't see Westbrook on the screen. But I'm thinking, uh-oh, he ain't going to like that. <laughs> and sure enough, don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. And he was just going to town and he got tossed. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I couldn't see the, the, the all the Lakers were back on the other side. And I just thought to myself, this isn't going to be good. Sure enough. Thunder take down the Lakers 123-115. Last year we kept talking about the, the Cavs. Well, you know they got a couple of nice young guys who can score. They're getting some good guard play there. You got to check out Sexton. this. Yeah, you got to check out this Colin Sexton kid. And he goes for 26. The Cavs beat the Clippers 92-79. to That'll catch your eye. Yeah, I think it's one of those games for the Clippers. 79 is such a low number in any era, but especially in this era. About 25 points below what you expect, but two quarters in the teens. They had 14 in the first and 15 in the fourth, and they didn't come anywhere near winning that game. Paul George, 12 points on 6 of 20 shooting. And he's been playing very well. He had an off night. Did you know that Kevin Love and Clay Thompson played in the same little league in Oregon? And But they're on different teams, and Kevin Love once beamed him in the back. I did not know that. Yeah. Kings beat the Suns. You heard Harrison Barnes' game winner there. Should we get excited? Is Sacramento on to something here? Could it actually happen? Did it finish 500? Sure. Let's get, yes, baby steps. Well, if that's the case with the Kings and they finish 500, that's bad news for Walton. They'll probably fire him. <laughs> He's got some confidence going. Get him out of here. Get back to the bottom where we belong. Start over. Look at this guy. He, he might know what he's doing. <laughs> and the Nets... I heard some stuff on uh, Harden. You know that uh, you're talking about how they have this emphasis early on. They're not yep. calling these fouls. Yeah, and his free throw numbers are way well, down. He's only had 15 in five games. And the last time he had 15 over five games was over a decade ago. Wow. Yeah. He beat the Nets 106-93. to and I think his last two years with the Rockets, there were 40 games that he had at least... 15 free throws. Wow. He is getting the brunt of these new rules. He's come off of that now in his discussion about rather that let Nash do that and now Jim James is talking about he had the hammy and he didn't play any basketball in the summer. It was rehab, so he feels like he's still in the rehab, returning from rehab process. That's what he's moved away from the refereeing now. Well, he's playing 36 minutes. His line is okay, but it's not James Harden MVP-ish. 14 points, yeah. 7 rebounds, 7 assists. I think he's 16, 8, and 7 on the season. Yeah. Which is pedestrian for him. For him. Certainly in the scoring. Yes. Other players would be very excited by those numbers, but that's not the ballpark Jared he's Butler, in. for instance. He'd be very excited. 
And the champs, the Bucks, got beat by the Minnesota Timberwolves, one thirteen to one oh eight. Jazz are going to see the Bucks on Sunday. So Milwaukee, a little, little up and down here to start start things off this year. They are three and two with a home loss. So uh, the Joker had tests on his knee, no structural damage after banging knees with Rudy Gobert Tuesday. It is officially a knee contusion. So we ought to be seeing the Denver center back pretty soon. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Do you want to see it? Probably, yeah. I I think that there should be. Did you like Especially with some of the things that were, I guess, uh, charged. Yeah, I I believe so. I think people believe that deserve it, especially the people that were, quote, victims. Raider owner Mark Davis says he wants to report on the Washington football team investigation. Obviously, some stuff was linked, and he had to fire his head coach over it, and nothing has been said about Washington and the original investigation. It's all been hush, hush. Hush, hush. Heard you calling my name now, hush, hush. Thursday night football, Packers. Cardinals, 6-1 Green Bay. Arizona, 7-0 for the first time since 1974. Never been 8-0. Are they going to get it done? Be tough, man. 6-20 tonight. Fox and the NFL Network. High-end Thursday night football matchup. J.J. Watt needs soldier surgery that could end his season. Likely will end his season. That's a blow. Obviously, he's a big name, and they picked him up from Houston. He was ruled out for tonight, and then now they're talking about he's going to be ruled out for the rest of the season. Jeez. Now, that's not anything new because the most games he's played in three of the last five seasons have been eight. And he's used to having injury issues, but that's a, that's a blow to them, man, because he's tallied ten quarterback hits, one sack, and two passes defended and forced a fumble. Devontae Adams not on the trip to Arizona, although there are reports that they could still fly him down there and he could still play, but it looks like he's probably not going to. Make a drive, you know, if he doesn't want to fly. Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't make it? Nope, not enough time now. Well, if he's coming from Green Bay, but how he may be coming from Scottsdale. <laughs> Just cross town. Rams owner Stan Kroenke might be trying to back away from his promise to cover tens of millions of dollars in legal expenses related to the team's 2016 departure from St. Louis. NFL owners had a league meeting. Apparently, a lot of owners were upset. Multiple owners, including the Giants owner, saying, well, we wouldn't let you move if we knew that. You'd still be in St. Louis. That's not true. (laughs) Al Davis just rolled over. (laughs) Well, he could have gone anyway. (laughs) We wouldn't have let you move. Who's the Giants own? They still owned by the Mars? Yeah, the Mara family. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. A lawsuit alleging sexual harassment in a hostile workplace environment against former Arizona coach Rich Rodriguez in the university was dismissed earlier this month. Both sides pay only their own costs and attorney fees. The stipulated dismissal ends four years of legal issues involving Rodriguez, the university, and a former administrative assistant who first made the allegations in 2017. So Arizona can move on past all of that. LSU unable to practice. Too many injuries, Ed Orgeron says. LSU is on a bye week. 
And they're going to play number four Alabama when they return from the bye week. So don't blame me if we get our butts kicked by Alabama because we didn't have enough players to practice last week. What am I supposed to do? I didn't get enough guys. I ain't got the horses. I can't even put them out in the race, you know? So how am I supposed to win? It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? If your voice were a little scratchier, you'd be onto something there. I don't know how you can fake the scratchiness now. I don't know what you're supposed to do about that. That was pretty good. I could sing really loud for like 10 minutes. No, thanks. Let's all three of us do an Ed or John. You try. No. Come on. Have nope. some fun. He tells me, Yach, you got to be more fun. You got to be peppy. You got to be light in the morning. Come on. You come in. You're so cranky to start the show. And oh, I try God. to do it. I try to do it. Yeah. And he just rejects me. Not yeah. at all. I told you that was pretty good. Go, but I want you two to do it. Go tag us. That's good. Yeah, decent. Go tag us. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Awful. Weak, but what the hell? I know, I didn't want to follow. Yours, supposed to be yours was pretty good. I didn't want to try to follow that. Ah. I wasn't going to beat that. Come on. Go Tigers. I'm not Lavelle. Go Tigers. That was there. better one, just barely. Yeah, better. just barely better. Thank Deeper. You. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Drew Smiley on the mound now. His first appearance of this World Series. Driven to left field. Hooking down the line. She's gone. She's gone. Altuve goes deep for the 22nd time in his postseason history. Second most all time. Tied with Bernie Williams at 22. Astros lead at 7-2 because of the little big man. Astros handle the Braves easily. World Series now tied at a game apiece, 7-2, the final score. I hate all the most home runs in postseason history, all that kind of stuff. The postseason's bigger. They get to play division series now. And, of course, there's a whole generation that got to play league championship series, and there's a generation that only played World Series. Yeah, we were playing four to seven postseason games. Plus, there's a generation that never got to play because the Yankees always did. There's that. 1-1 now, they go to Atlanta. And a roller derby team that has called itself the Cleveland Guardians since 2013 has sued the Major League Baseball team. Team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians is switching to the Guardians next season. They say that's trademark infringement. A Major League club cannot simply take a smaller team's name and use it for itself, the lawsuit said. There cannot be two Cleveland Guardians teams in Cleveland. And to be blunt, Plaintiff was here first. Well, good for Plaintiff. I don't understand why they didn't name themselves the Tunes. You got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right down the road. Yeah. I've literally made the walk from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to the baseball stadium to see a game. It's not much of a walk, but it's half a mile maybe. Yeah. Uh, Uphill away from the lake. Have something reflective of the, the Tunes. Apparently the Guardians is. Apparently that's popular in Cleveland. I've never heard of it. Yeah, but you already got the roller derby team. Come on. <laughs> this can be negotiated. Payday for the roller derby team. The tunes are going to play the tunes. Doesn't that just sound cool? Let's play the tunes. I can't believe they picked a new name without researching what uh, trademarks had already been registered. There's got to be more uh, of this story. Yeah, they're Cleveland. You ever been to Cleveland? Those people I are so been. arrogant. They just figured, screw you. We're the baseball team. We're going to do, or or just keep it as the Cleveland baseball team. Ah. Uh. <laughs> You want some separation in life, right? It's like a guy walking in the park. He's got a big dog. He thinks, look at me. I've got a big dog. You know what I mean? Or the guy goes to some party and he just dominates the conversation because nobody ever listens to him. Here's his chance. He thinks he's funny. Blah, blah, blah. He wants some separation. So you want some separation? The Cleveland baseball team. 
or the Toons? Name me a better nickname than the Toons. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. In and out to slow things out. That's Rizak shooting and scoring. Oh, no. Seconds away from entering into stoppage time. An absolutely mammoth goal for Real Salt Lake in their playoff hopes. And a heartbreaker for FC Dallas. RSL trailing most of the match. Scores two late goals. Gets the win on the road in a place they'd only won once ever in 20 tries. Well, Crylock in the eight. Yeah. Crylock in the, the equalizer. His fifteenth goal. That's just awesome. And then Albert Rusnak, the game winner. Oh, in the 90th big minute. Al. Ali Roos. <laughs> big Al. He's used big that, Al. He's used that name a few times this year. <laughs> he used to be a security guy. We always referenced at the Jeez. jazz games. The big Al. What's up? Of course, he was bigger than little Roosney. <laughs> Roosney. <laughs> Clutch late goals. From the two guys oh, who are yeah. supposed to be scoring big goals. They got them done. And no, it's the same thing. You just see the ball go through the net and you get confidence. <laughs> Justin Merrim <laughs> off the bench. Tagged one that hit the frame. Oh, man. Is that soccer talk? Yes. It's tagged? You got to say oh, tagged? that's one. I mean, it's random. Also hitting the frame. I got uh-huh. the frame. I mean, yeah. that makes but I didn't know if tag was. It was right near the corner. It was more crossbar than post, but it was no, right I've near the seen it. You don't need to describe it. i well, seen it. Not everybody saw it. Afterwards, did you like the post game? Not everybody's seen it. Not everybody's seen it. Saw we're in the pennant stretch. <laughs> what the hell were they watching? <laughs> Probably the World Series. Sis, come if I, on. If I had to, or the Lakers losing. <laughs> no, no, I had it on my television and I was listening on the app, on the stream to KSL. There you go. Because I'm loyal. (laughs) (laughs) Suck up. Well done. Well done. So they temporarily moved to fifth, but then results came in later in the night. They have settled into seventh place right now. They got three games left. Most teams have two, so they got a game in hand, an extra game there. And they got San Jose coming in on the weekend. What do they say about a game in the hand? What's that? (laughs) And why did I get some... Somebody messaged me about having balls in the air or something. Did you, you put, oh, there, did you so something? there's there, there was a pregame quote from Pablo about basically because they were starting Bobby Wood, they now have a second guy who's very good at crosses, and he needs to. We have to remember the guys who go to the balls in the air. And somebody in junior high, uh, you know, made some junior high. Well, jokes. that got down to me. I know he tweeted it at you. He thought, oh, I don't know, yeah. Oh, okay. And I thought PK's not watching a pregame show. He'll be here for the game, <laughs> but there's too many games on for him to be watching pregame. Like shows. He was eating dinner. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. Eat dinner. There's multiple. At six o'clock, RSL started and the World Series started because uh, Wednesday nights is uh, Lone Star uh, Shrimp Burrito Night. Nice. That's a win. I was out trunk or treating. Trunk or treating? What is trunk or treating? Trick or treating. You just out of the trunk of a car. You go to like really? a parking lot? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard of this? And you I, go to, you know, actually, I have. These happen at schools, at churches, at, uh, it was uh, BYU. BYU. Yeah. yeah. So wherever BYU there's like a big school? parking lot, a group that's like a community but not a neighborhood will put on an event and the Everyone pulls up their cars. And the university did it. Yeah, BYU did it. Their athletes did it. Student athletes. Oh, all the all the Football, sports folks. Basketball. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, Jake, like one fun. of the bosses is listening and appreciate you well, that's sucking why it I up. I said it for him. I knew it would be. <laughs> I almost said, and that's for you, Nate. <laughs>
<laughs> the individual <laughs> specific I suck did. Up. I said Not the corporate wide that. suck up. <laughs> the individual. No, because he has a great sense of humor and I knew he would enjoy it. I don't know the other people yet. All right, RSL <laughs> gets the win with two late goals. And now they're back home to face San Jose Saturday afternoon at 1.30. Three games to go in the season for them. And the playoff race continues. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Mike Barber, Virginia and ACC writer for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. 8.30. Lincoln Kennedy, Raider radio analyst, Pac-12 network analyst, and Brian Getzeiler, founder of HoopsCritic.com, NBA TV analyst, Sirius XM NBA radio, coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The new zone lineup is here. With the best coverage of the sports you love and the teams you can't live without. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Followed by Jake Scott and Ben Anderson from 10 to noon. Get your daily fix of Hanson Scotty from noon to 3. And then the zone welcomes unrivaled with Alex Curie and former NFL quarterback Scott Mitchell to the team. Weekdays from 3 to 6. Live and local. All day, every day. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Time for Hot Takes Your Toes, brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment, or visit www.utahairmd.com. All right, question of the day here. BYU getting ready to host Virginia. Bronco Mendenhall returns to Provo where he won 99 games for BYU over 11 years. What's the one thing you think of when we say Bronco Mendenhall? (laughs) He was a lightning rod while he was here. Absolutely. And the youths fully embraced this question, I must add. I mean, I personally love the guy, but I know others didn't. Some of his own fan base didn't. True story. Tyler says, Whittingham domination. Later, but not early on. Early wait, on, wait, they wait. were splitting games. Okay. That could be Whittingham domination, meaning Whittingham dominated him. I think I, th- I took it that way. That's what I meant. I thought that's what they meant, actually. Okay. I, because I Whittingham dominated Mendenhall. Now, early on... You know, Kyle's team won the first game. Broncos' team won the second game. That was the best of the rivalry. Yeah. Broncos' team won the third game. Kyle's team won the fourth game. You know, back and forth it went. And and those first five games were all, well, uh, not 08 so much. That got broken open in the third quarter. But the other games, they, they were epic. The first game was overtime. But just the hatred. You're, oh, the you're, intensity. You're getting caught up in stats and nuts and bolts. No, I don't I'm not. Re- I'm getting caught up in games mean. that went to the final play. You remember them all. You're yeah, lying. but I can't tell you 2008 was this game or that game. You can recall it as if it's right in front of you. I can say, yeah, I know Beck to Harleen, and I know a missed field goal, and I know an overtime pass, but I, gotta, I just can't recite them and assign the year. I just remember the vitriol. 
The hatred. I remember that, too. The disgust. I remember that, too. Those things are all true. That's way more fun to me. That's what I live for. <laughs> I like the games. <laughs> I like the games. Games I like are o- games. I like the overtime last play. Oh, sure. that was just beyond his hands. I, I got it. But games are games, man. <laughs> Kyle having a hilarious line of the block. I told him he's going to go out there and block the field goal. Because, of course, I always tell him to go. I just did it this time. <laughs> I love the... The contention. The loathing. The anger. The loathing is an excellent word. Yes. yes. All those things that went into it. We had Ronnie Mack and Lavelle. Who hates those guys? No, they played an epic game and then went and shot a commercial. Hey, come on. Those, <laughs> Which was hilarious. One of, us, one of them is gone and we miss him. The other one is just a treasure in our community. Ronnie Mack. Yep. Who doesn't like Ronnie Mack? Everybody loves him. When his All time true. comes, which hopefully isn't for many, many years, uh, and we're allowed to have services, the line will be out the door. Yep. <laughs> and so you got those two guys that just buds did a radio show for uh, with Scotty for how long? Uh, years. Yeah. And then everything changed. They did one thing together, that kidney foundation thing, and they were photoshopped into that ad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it together. That's what a rivalry's about. I hate everything about them. They're classless. Oh, that's Max. <laughs> yeah, but that was that wasn't Kalani. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. You don't think that went hand in hand? I think yeah, there's a, a large degree. At I think least it did. minimally there's a connection. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. There was, there was a snowball effect there. Everybody's getting caught up in the rivalry. It was getting more intense. Fans got caught up in it. He didn't like how his family was treated. So, yeah, it's a big snowball, in fact. And I supported the way his family was treated wrongly. And no, then Mama Hall, well, I had heard stuff. That's why I asked the question, because I knew the backstory. And plus, I knew Max was one Not. of the greatest overachievers in BYU football history. And it had fueled him. Didn't have a big arm, wasn't a big kid, wasn't fast, but yet he was the winningest quarterback of all time at BYU. Now, he got to play in a lot of games because he started as a sophomore. He played one uh, end of the season with a grade two separated shoulder that they tried to keep quiet. I think he injured it in Wyoming. The guy was as tough as can be. And look at him now. He's battling back from intense personal issues, right? Addiction. That's serious, serious stuff. So, yeah, I had heard all that stuff. Maybe not every single, but maybe not all of it. But I heard a lot of it, and I knew he was breathing fire. And so I asked a question. And then Mama Hall on the at Sammy Boyd Stadium comes up to me and gets in my face. And me being the ultimate gentleman... Chivalry is my middle name, Patrick C. Kinnan. <laughs> I just said, I'm sorry, Mrs. Hall, that uh, okay. you feel that way. Yeah. Sure, it's on tape. You can look it up. Go back in your archives. Or did you, when you, when you guys uh, uh, asked me, did you just erase all my, all my stuff? Because I was holding a Channel 2 microphone, and we had a Channel, channel 2 camera guy shooting it. Right nice. There. Yeah. I don't think it made the archives, would be my guess. Oh, yeah, because I knew I was never appreciated. If it didn't air, which I don't think it did. No, it didn't. Then we wouldn't have any archives. That's what's in the archives. Yeah, but you have, like, uh, not a lot of raw tape. Screwed no. up stuff, don't you? That, that <laughs> the bloopers. What are they bloopers? That was what I was looking for. Thanks, yeah. Bloopers. 
Uh, Aaron says, uh, what do I think of when I hear uh, Bronco's name? Uh, the level of criticism usually matches the level of education of the coaches. Wait. He tweaked was, an old quote. It? Okay, I'm he trying tweaked, to figure. He tweaked an old quote. Old quote. BYU fans are freaking stupid. That's what he just said. He's thinking about Bronco going after fans. Aaron says, I think of the quest for awkward perfection. Again, tweaking an old quote. You have to admit there, especially when he got it going, which was very, very quick. He goes 6-6, and marvelous, unbelievable coaching job that first season. And then the next four years, wins 43 games. For someone who was so wildly successful... He was never just universally embraced by his own fan base, which was weird in a way because you want your football team to win. You don't want them to be a bunch of uh, guys getting arrested like uh, Urban had. You want them to be decent people, and you want them to win. And, and any team, your pro team, whatever team, you want them to be decent people, you want them to win. And BYU did that, but yet there was never that the level of adoration, outpouring of yeah. love that there right. should have been. The level of adoration never matched the win percentage. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Majerus was dumping on people left and right, and I know so many people. Well, yeah, when he saw my son at the mall, he gave him a T-shirt. I get all that, but it doesn't take away from all, all the, the mistreatment. Yeah. But yet, he was so beloved, and people defended him to the nth degree. Ann says, my son was lucky enough to play for Bronco. We love and respect Bronco, and we loved our consistent 8 to 11 wins per season. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure. I don't recognize the name McLaughlin as a football player, so I'd have to look it up in terms of when he played there. Was he a punter? Punter, yeah. Yeah. Kicker or punter. Yeah. That's the best I can come up with, but I'm not sure when he actually was a a kicker or punter, Uh, so I don't know, but yeah, he... They, they, sure, they sure won, man. Brooks says, quest for perfection. They didn't do it that year, but the Utes did. And, of course, his avatar is red and says, beat BYU. Well, they did then if they got their quest for perfection. Uh, Steve just cuts to the chase and says, I think of a great coach. Okay. All right. A lot of winning. Larry says he fixed a mess of a program and helped promote faith and toughness. True. Didn't get as much run. Maybe he didn't do it in the later times, but when he was a defensive coordinator, the whole toughness thing on a cold day, he'd be out there in a simple T-shirt well, and shorts. Uh, Croton was ticked at the team maybe his last year. Uh, they, they were scheduling classes or something in the afternoon, uh, so they couldn't have a spring practice. So he moved it up and had it in the morning. And they were like literally snow plows were snow moving the it was snow late off. February, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. It started in February, and Bronco shows up at six a.m. in shorts and a t-shirt and a whistle and a cap. Toughness, <laughs> no excuses. Which is ironic that he and Kyle were not best of friends or not even close because there was Kyle, some stuff in common. He personifies toughness. No, I think it's all just a, you know, it's a front because I think he's very, soft. very soft. You call him very soft. soft. <laughs> very soft. Very tender. Hoping this gets back to him. <laughs> I don't care if it gets back to him. I speak the truth when it comes to him. You know, he just uh, you know loves cooking, loves the theater. You know what I mean? I just saw a new one, Travis. I think of position mastery. Nice. That's that was a stilted mobility elements, position mastery. 
They play like they're prepared. Jared, we got to execute at a high level. Ex- ex- yeah, he did say that. I think, too, my own interpretation is I think he got caught up, in a sense, in his own greatness. Because he took virtually the same roster. Right. Goes 6-6 six and six the next year. The following year, goes 1-2 and two and then doesn't lose again. And then just destroys Oregon, right? So you had that going on there. And I think he thought, hey, I'm really good. I can coach up anybody. And that led to the, hey, let's not have any more of this four-star, five-stuff, number one ranking. Yeah, because you they're recruit, entitled. You rec- right. And he you recruit us. that. You recruit us. Yeah. We don't recruit you. And he goes down that road. He hated any sense of entitlement. Right. just Because that's not who he was. Right. He had to go the JC route. He had to battle. BYU wouldn't take him, but he battled and got into the Pac-10. Yeah, yeah. And you, you are, to an extent, your background. I mean, when they hired Ty Corbin, I did a like a 100-inch piece on him, 100 inches in a newspaper. Like five times which, the normal story. Which is, I wasn't working Massive. for the newspaper at the time, but we did it on the internet here, mm-hmm. so it didn't matter. But, you know, he talked about how every year he'd come to camp and have to battle some rookie for his job, and he'd beat him out. And it, it got under his skin. Like, wait a second, I've proven myself, but you keep getting somebody thinking this player XYZ, what about me? And so then he was reluctant to, to do that. To play rookies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not going to hype up this rookie <laughs> right. and take away this veteran's gig. Because he had gone through it himself about having to fight to make a roster. And Ty Corbin, for a role player... In the role player form, he had an excellent career. And he lasted a great number of years by being a role player. Sloan loved the guy. You can see why. And so your reflection of a lot of what you've gone through in your life makes sense, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe says, a little odd, but his players love playing for him. He has my respect. I think there's a lot of truth to that one. Oh, for sure. He was a little odd. Yeah. His players, when you talk to him, they did love playing for him. I respect him immensely. I respected him so much or in the time I was covering him. And it's no accident that he's gone to Virginia and built them up. If I could describe one word in Bronco, it would be deep. I think he's a very deep man. He's a deep thinker. And he has a purpose for what he's trying to do. Not, I, I don't know that he could ever coach at an Alabama-type place. You know, because you got to have the five stars. And I don't know that that would mesh. Right. Because when you've been told when you're you was, an NFL kid from the time you're 12, 13, <laughs> that, it just doesn't, that right. doesn't sit well, because that's not who Bronco was. He, he, would have to be, he would have to figure out how to... Um, Deal with the entitlement, which he would face. Maybe it would be easier to place that had overwhelming entitlement everywhere because I think those coaches do have to deal with it, and some of them deal with it poorly. But who was it? It was um, it was Leach, I think, who was just talking about Saban, saying, I'm impressed with the way he recruits the best guys, but he coaches them all hard. And maybe there is something to when everybody is entitled – you can say, guys, you're all five stars. You all think you're going to the NFL, and only 22 you're going to start, so you're going to have to work hard. Sure. You're all super gifted physically. I was thinking beyond the football, though. Mm. I was thinking the amount of attention that comes with being yeah. the Alabama coach. And all the boosters. He doesn't like that. No, you're right about that. 
all the boosters who'd have their hands in the program and that. Ugh. Right. He doesn't. That's just not who he is. Yeah, not so much the entitled players, but all the entitled people around. And the program. every word Saban says yeah. is news. I, but he would. He, that's he must feel smothered. I'm not in Alabama. I don't know. But he must feel smothered now. He, he must. He he actually revels in it, I suppose. But we know Bronco doesn't, and that's what he had here. Right. All right, DJ and PK coming up. We're talking Virginia with Mike Barber, ACC writer for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. We'll get the lowdown on the Cavs and BYU at 8 o'clock. Lincoln Kennedy is talking Pac-12 and Raiders at 8.30. And we're talking NBA with Brian Geltseiler, founder of HoopsCritic.com at 9 o'clock. Right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Utah needs to be able to get two yards on a fourth down when they're behind. I'm not throwing Andy Ludwig under the bus for the fourth down play. I just think that there could have been more running the stinking football. They ran the ball on first down, did not on second, third, and fourth. I'm sure that these coaching staffs get sick of hearing the second guessing. And in their mind, they're like, fine, you come in and call but it. But Kyle's second guessing. It'd be tough, which is easy for him to do, too. I'm sure Andy Ludwig is probably sitting down with him like, hey, Kyle, so what did we talk about in fourth down situations? Well, if they showed this, then we do that. So what did they show, Kyle? This. And if I'm Kyle Whittingham, like, so how many points did we score on that drive? Zero. Okay, don't effing do that ever again. And don't you ever have that condescending voice with me ever again, Andy. <laughs> what kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Football Friday is presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. Question of the morning. We say Bronco Mendenhall. What do you think of? Ben tweets at us. Roscoe or spirit, honor, integrity, and tradition? Uh, Integrity is implied. (laughs) Right. With spirit, honor, and tradition. Yeah. Bill says football is third. It's not third. Uh, didn't he say fifth? Yeah, football is fifth. What were the other four? Family. Uh, Faith. Pickleball? Pickleball. Yes, pickleball. Is and <laughs> school, I think. I think that was it. Family, faith. I don't have them in order, I don't think. I think it was faith, family. I can't okay, remember. Okay, give me, give me the other four, though. I, I, I don't think I can. Family yeah. and faith, I remember. Well, that's, and I think school. I think school was in there somehow. School. Some way, education. I don't know what it was. You do enough to graduate, <laughs> right? Exactly. Get I your mean, degree. Did anybody ever ask you your GPA? No. As a matter of fact, in college, <laughs> when my grades were mediocre, I specifically said I'm not going to grad school. The GPA is irrelevant. I'm either going to have a degree or I'm not. I got mine. Tell me right. what I need to get. I got it. I didn't. I had time for other stuff. Yeah. Hopefully my kids aren't listening. But <laughs> <laughs> my son, that came up because my son asked me my GPA. He was shocked at how low it was. <laughs> See, what you needed to do, though, is like I did. And then you just tell them your GPA, and it shows up from ASU, which was a full grade better than any. NAU was a debacle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason you left NAU. Yeah. It wasn't trending well. No, no, not at all. So my GPA, I think, it was like two nine uh, at ASU. That's about what mine was too. But I that's all they showed up. Just, right. You want my transcript? Sure, I'll send them to you from <laughs> ASU. <laughs> that's where I got my diploma. <laughs> Luke says him fighting with suspenders, boy, with PK watching. Oh man, Jake Scott too. There was no fight. There was just intimidation. Uh, I, you know, I can still see that look, and I can remember I'm, that Twitter was new then. 
right? So Jake and I, and you can go look, there's video. I have on a yellow shirt, a yellow button-down shirt, not a golf shirt. And Jake is right to my right. And you can see the shirt stands out because it's yellow. Because mm-hmm. i got to make sure I don't wear any colors that come You can't close. wear red and blue. Yeah, I know. Right, right. I have stories about the color yellow as well. Go right. ahead. So uh, I tweet that out. And then I got some Ute fans just coming at me like, oh, you just made that up. And then later on in the week, the video actually comes out. Uh-huh. And you can see it. And I can, I can still see Bronco. The, the eyes go to the left side of his eyeballs. And the look on his face, I backed up. <laughs> and he would, we never had a crossword. And man, he took a couple steps and that dude just shrunk. Like he, he melted like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> He tries to get in his face. I'm out. <laughs> there is a photo with him clearly uh, in retreat mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the photo. Because right. I was in the game. I was in the studio. Right. I'm not right. more than five yards away. I witnessed the whole thing. No, you told me about, hey, there's photos. Go find them, blah, blah, blah. And I said, the first photo I saw, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> and retreat! You, and you retreat! see a guy who used to work for you and then worked for the U. He was the video guy, Skip Whitman, at the time. And he was right there. And you hear him put, get out of here. <laughs> and he's a U of U employee. Yeah. And he knows this is this is completely and totally inappropriate. Go celebrate with your. You want to celebrate with your classmates right. or whoever they are, uh, fine. But don't get in this man's face. And Bronco, he takes a couple. He stops, looks, and takes a couple of steps. And that guy knew. Uh oh, I am in trouble. <laughs> that was classic. Jonathan says he thinks I've earned, not given. That was a Bronco expression. But I think Kyle wins. Kyle sent us no words. He sent us just a photo. Bronco, headset on, stoic expression, gray t-shirt, Y logo, the letter Y in white, the the blue oval, football, the Nike swoosh, and the graphic. Roscoe Mendenhall, seventh season as BYU head coach. The Texas game. That was a huge screw-up. Yes. Roscoe Mendenhall. What are you doing in that truck? I remember (laughs) that because I was in the USC press box, and I had the computer open Uh in front of me, and I see that because I'm covering Utah at uh, SC. I think that might have been their first game. I'd have to double-check that that timing, that's where it worked out. Because they, they played the first Pac-12 game. Yeah. And it was yeah, there. Yeah, they sent Utah down to the Coliseum. Yeah, and I think it was that game. So I had to choose which one to go to, and obviously I'm a little biased towards the Pac-12, so I chose that one. But it was at the same time, and I saw that come <laughs> Roscoe. Where did they come up with Roscoe? <laughs> Outside of the tennis player, Roscoe Tanner, who else is named Roscoe? I know of no one. Couldn't give you anybody. And they come up with Roscoe. Um, real or TV characters? Dukes of Hazard. there was a character, Roscoe. <laughs> You're right. It's a short list. Uh, well, I, I tend to live my life in real. In real? Yeah. <laughs> All right, DJ and PK coming up next. Virginia at BYU. Mike Barber, Virginia and ACC writer for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Virginia's been throwing the ball on everybody. Are they going to be able to throw it on BYU as well? And... Can they stop BYU? Because their defense gives up a few points. So we'll talk that, uh, talk all about that game with Mike. That's next. Lincoln Kennedy on a Pac-12 and the Raiders at 8.30. Stay with us.